Hey guys, so before we head on to today's podcast episode, make sure first and foremost to head on to our website that is www.themarketingpodcast.live and you can check out on the content that we produce on that website. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of blog articles and also information to the podcast episodes that we upload daily from Mondays to Fridays. So check that out and uh, see you on the podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast helping aspiring entrepreneurs level up their marketing. Here's your host, Augustine. Let the class begin. Now, in today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about whether you should use WordPress and some of the reasons why you should use WordPress, the pros and the contras, the advantages and the disadvantages of using WordPress and why I migrated from using GoDaddy to uh, WordPress. Now, if you're starting out in any business or you you suddenly need a website or you're starting out in marketing and we talked about if you're starting out in marketing, you probably need to create your own website so that you can learn marketing effectively by having your own website where you can uh, try out different things, different strategies and learn from that from experience. And uh, really, if you're starting out, you might be confused where to host your website from or how to create your own website. Now, for non-technical marketers, it can be quite challenging and you might be overwhelmed by the number of uh, website providers that they are there. We can talk of GoDaddy, WordPress, um, Jimdo, Wix.com. Like there are very many uh, options that you have. And uh, for today, I'm I'm only going to compare some of the website hosting providers that I've used, and that is GoDaddy and also uh, WordPress at the moment. I've also used Wix in the past, but for some reason I stopped using Wix, and that was purely based on the loading speed of that uh, website provider. My website was loading really slowly, and that's one of the reasons why I had to migrate. And also it's quite costly to be on Wix. Now, this is not to say that Wix is not a good product. They offer a, they offer good, a, good, a very good product, good services. Uh, actually, a lot when in in, in uh, when compared to GoDaddy or or WordPress, the only thing is I had a problem with their site loading speed, which you know affects your overall SEO, and that's one of the reasons that I stopped using Wix. Maybe they have changed. I don't know. It's been it's been a while since I've used their product and services. Maybe they have changed. So uh, you should check that out on your own. But now coming back to today's podcast episode, where we'll compare whether or not you should use. Uh, GoDaddy and WordPress and why I prefer that you start using WordPress and learn how WordPress works. It's not really that complicated. It sounds or seems complicated at first when you get on to WordPress. It might seem a bit complicated and you might be bombarded by the technicalities that are on WordPress compared to GoDaddy. And uh, that's one of the advantages that GoDaddy has in that GoDaddy is very simple. It's structured. Um, it's also quite cheap. Uh, I think for a normal website, let's say if you you only need to buy a domain, which I don't think WordPress offers, you have to buy a domain from somewhere else. So if you buy from GoDaddy, your domain can be anything between a dollar and upwards. It depends uh, on the availability of the domain, on how short it is, on the demand of the domain. Some domain goes cost over $10,000. But for a normal website, if you're able to find a creative domain name, you can get anything between like $10, $11 for a domain name that you can use to create your own w- website. Now with GoDaddy, you can do that and also as well pay for a monthly subscription for them to host your website, 
which costs anything between $10 to $50. I think it depends on the kind of website that you want. If you want a normal website for your business where you'll just be posting uh, details to your business and blog articles, you, do, you don't need any e-commerce side of your business. There's no business, there's no online selling of your business. Then you don't need to pay a lot, anything between uh, $9 and $11. But if you need the e-commerce settings, meaning you have an online shop, you have to pay around $25 and more if you need more functionalities. But it tends to be quite cheap and easy to use. They have a lot of website templates that you can use. It's easy to edit the websites. Um, it's uh, Uptime is really good. Most of the time, 100%. I've never had any downtime on, downtime on my website. And what I mean by downtime is, if you don't understand the word, is that downtime means that your website is not reachable. At a certain time or moment in that your web, like there's a problem with the server, your website is not really connecting properly or the server is not getting information on your website. So people can't actually reach to your website now. Uh, GoDaddy has never or I have never experienced such a problem with them when it comes to website uh, downtime. Now, the only problem I have with GoDaddy where WordPress really uh, or that made me actually migrate to using WordPress is the developer tools that are available on GoDaddy. Now on GoDaddy, you, you can work with simple HTML and a few developers tools here and there, but you can't really use a lot of plugins or if you want to do specific tasks on your website or put specific things on your website, it's it kind of get becomes difficult when it comes to GoDaddy because they don't offer a lot of developers tools. So you can't use a lot of plugins on your website, it becomes quite difficult. And it's one of the reasons why I moved to WordPress. Now with the WordPress, what I like is, yes, it can become a bit difficult when you're starting out, when you're using the platform, it kind of get confusing and you have to learn how it the whole thing works. But with WordPress, you get also a lot of templates that people develop. Some are free, some are also uh, cost money and you can get like also the latest website themes that you want for your website and templates and all that. But then again, you also get a lot of plugins that uh, people develop and uh, plugins could include, for example, ClickFunnels. They could include uh, forms to collect maybe your email, to collect emails on, or data about your users or uh, something of the sort, even when it comes to uh, looking for spams and, uh, you know, making your website work faster. And you can also use, for example, Yoast SEO is already integrated onto WordPress that you can use to do your SEO and check how your your content and your website is ranking on the social, uh, on the internet. And the other thing now, when it comes to WordPress, now if you become a technical marketer, you understand a bit of programming, you know, your HTML and your PHPs and probably also your JavaScript and your, and your cascading style sheets, your CSS, you're good at website designing. Web, WordPress offers you the opportunity to use these tools or that knowledge to apply that onto your website, which when it comes to GoDaddy becomes quite difficult because I think GoDaddy was made for uh, an audience or a consumer segment that really doesn't want to get involved with a lot of technicalities when it comes to um, when it comes to handling websites. And for that reason, that's why I think GoDaddy is actually not a CMS uh, content management system. WordPress is a content management system. Now, um, when it comes to plugins, you can also learn how to create your own plugins that you can use them on WordPress. Now, there are a lot of YouTube videos that teach you how to create your own uh, website plugins. You first and foremost have to know your basic HTML, PHP, CSS, and JavaScript, like I've said. 
But then again, it's always best to try and create your own uh, website plugins. Now, I use some of the plugins that are available on WordPress. But then again, I'm also trying to learn how to create my own plugins that I can use on my website for the mere fact that when you're using someone's plugin and they decide to remove that plugin, it means you're entirely dependent on this person's services. Whether it's free or not, you're entirely dependent on them and it can become a problem. Now, some of the things that you can always pay for are things like uh, forms, let's say, for example, MailChimp or Hello Bar. This is, these are some of the things you can always use or Akismet when it comes to, uh, I think, spam, identifying spam. I think that comes free with WordPress when you start your when you start your WordPress, WordPress website, you get Akismet and hey, Hello Dolly. So uh, those you can use, but when it comes to personal or plugins made by external developers, it's best that you create your own that you can use to on your website and learn a bit of uh, learn a bit of coding that is your HTML, PHP, Java, and also. Um, CSS, your cascading style sheet, and that's one thing that GoDaddy doesn't offer you that WordPress offers you, and that's one of the reasons why we migrated from using GoDaddy to WordPress. Now, if you're really not into the tech technicalities of coding and all that, you can always use GoDaddy. It's quite simple. It's quite affordable. The only disadvantage I find when using WordPress is you have to pay extra for an SSL, and that's a secure socket layer, and it costs anything between $50 to $150. With GoDaddy, you get that once you pay for the monthly subscription to host your website or your domain, you get that free of charge. So your website is secured and there's no third party cookies or th third party hacking that might go on. And it becomes quite easy to collect also um, information on your users and you get more trust. And it also helps when it comes to your SEO. So some of the, those are some of the reasons why you should look into using WordPress rather than uh, GoDaddy. It uh, depends entirely on you whether you're a technical uh, marketer or not, whether you know a bit of uh, coding or not. But I will always uh, emphasize that you learn, if you're a marketer, that you learn a bit of coding. It's not really that hard. It's really learning a language. It might take you anything between three months to 12 months, depending on your learning curve and how much effort you put into it. But it's quite easy and will help you a lot when it comes to ranking higher, when it comes to uh, search engine results. Page. So that's it for today's podcast episode. See you guys on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to The Marketing Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, class dismissed.